I probably spent $30,000 in Zillow leads, but, but made a hundred grand. Right. So, um, you know, grossed. Um, so I, I was doing very well, but they kind of changed their platform. Um, started selling it to more and more people. So the, you know, the market, it tightened up. Um, and I don't know, I just wasn't impressed with it anymore. This is the Platform Marketing Show, where we interview the most creative and ambitious real estate agents in the country, dissect their local marketing strategy, and get the behind the scenes scoop on how they're generating listing leads and warm referrals. We'll dive into the specifics of what marketing campaigns are working for them, how much they're spending on those campaigns, and figure out how they have perfected what we call the platform marketing strategy. This is your host, Tim Shermack. I'm the founder and CEO of Platform. I love marketing and I talk too much. So let's dive in. Hey guys, it's Tim Shermack and welcome back to another episode of the Platform Marketing Show. I'm joined today by Jeremy Hartmark. Jeremy is a realtor in the Sarasota, Florida area. Jeremy, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, Tim. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. So this is one of those kind of crazy stories where uh, I didn't realize that Jeremy's business was already this successful. I know Jeremy's been working with the Platform Marketing Program for several years now. I think you you got going with us in 20, 2019, right? I believe, yeah, end of 2019, yeah. Okay, so we're we're coming up on three and eventually even four years. And your your business has actually grown from about 5 million sales volume to about 20 million so it's actually more than tripled, almost quadrupled. And I like, honestly, I had no idea that your business had grown that much until we talked on the phone a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm, I'm a pretty humble guy. I mean, I keep it, you know. Listen, yeah, you're I'm, not, you're not I'm out there bragging that, a ton. But, and yeah, you know, uh, but definitely it's grown a lot. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm definitely feel very blessed and thankful. So yeah, sure. that's, that's, that's a, that's super cool. So I'm in I'm in Naples, Florida, actually where I live. So you're not too far away in the Sarasota area. And I just had no idea that your business had grown that much. I mean, obviously, I knew that you had been a client with us for like three years. So I knew that obviously, you must have been pretty happy, but I had no idea that it had grown that much. So that's, so that's super cool. Let's rewind and go back in time. Uh, because one thing that makes your story, Jeremy, so interesting and so inspiring is that uh, you weren't born and raised in Florida. You didn't have a huge sphere here. It's not like you had tons of family friends or high school buddies or anything like that. You actually lived in the Pacific Northwest for a long time and actually only recently moved to Florida. You kind of like started over a new life in Florida from scratch. So let's go back in time and tell me about what led up to you moving, moving to Florida in the first place. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, so my wife, um, you know, listen, we vacation here a lot. We we love Disney World. Uh, we would come all the time. You know, Disneyland. We live in the Pacific Northwest, so California, Hawaii, Maui. You know, um, love the islands, uh, love the warmer climate. But you know, we have you know family there. Um, you know, grandmas, grandparents, um, cousins. You know, um, my wife actually ended up getting really sick, so she contracted Lyme disease. Um, gosh, over 10 years ago anyway, and uh, slowly started to decline. Um, but when we came to Florida, you know, when we're in the warmer climate, it was night and day, you know, so she was, she was, she would feel better. She would feel great, you know, a thousand percent better. You know, we'd have an amazing week plus here and then go back and, 
literally as soon as the the plane would would come down into the clouds, it would you know yeah, start changing yeah. for her dramatically. So we had to make a change. You know, we had to do this. You know, obviously health is number one, family is number one. So we left our you know businesses behind, our 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 family, our friends, our you know everything, our dream home, and and headed headed out east here. So. Yeah, because you guys had successful you, you you had successful businesses back in the uh, Seattle area, right? That's where you were. Correct, correct. Yeah, we were on the east side of Seattle, but I did a lot of business in the Seattle downtown area. I was a general contractor, so I did a, a lot of high end renovation work, remodel work, um, flips, investment homes, that kind of jazz. Um, you know, I had the business for probably about fifteen years, um, and uh, it was growing. It was, I mean. I was finally at that point where, you know, all referral base, you know, you take care of people, they take care of you type of thing. Um, you know, I had a good name and, uh, it was really cranking and, uh, you know, we had to leave it behind, but you know, what do you do? You know, life goes And on. you had to completely start over from scratch in Florida. So I think that's a really important kind of preface to hearing his story about how he's grown his, uh, you know, his business as a realtor in Florida, because I think one thing that most people will never raise this objection, you know, but they might, they might see some case studies or testimonials or success stories about platform. And in the back of their mind, they're wondering, yeah, okay. But like how much of that is actually attributable to the marketing that you're doing versus just, did you already have a huge sphere? Did you already have a ton of people that were referring business to you? You know, cause really, really that question that people are wondering is like, how much of the success is because of these platform marketing ideas versus did you already have a really strong sphere? And you are a really great example where you were truly starting from scratch. Like you didn't move here because you had a ton of friends here or because you went to college here and this is where all your network was from those days or something like you were truly starting over from scratch in Florida. And, you know, in, um, in about three years, you know, when you hired platform, you said in about 2019, your business has grown from 5 million in sales volume, which is, you know, is honestly a pretty respectable real estate business right there. If you're selling 5 million a year, you're already ahead of most agents, but you've gone from five to 20 million. Um, again, in a market that you don't have a sphere of influence, it's not like you have tons of friends and family here or anything like that. You were building your life over essentially from scratch in the Sarasota Florida, uh, area. So, uh, Jeremy, I, I, I want to ask you a question that I don't actually know the answer to. How did you first, how'd you first hear about platform? How did you first get connected with us? Honestly? So I, I saw one of your ads from another agent in a, in a neighboring market. Um, and I liked okay. it and inquired about it. And I actually knew a lender, um, who was friends with them who, uh, told me, um, what they were using just in a, we were just chatting, um, Cause I was doing some ads with him, some Facebook stuff, you know, and we were getting some leads. Um, and so, you know, obviously just wondering what everybody else is doing yeah. successful okay. and, and, you know, what other people are doing out there, obviously lenders talk to, you know, agents all day long. So they kind of have the inside scoop. Um, so they told me about you guys um, or he did per se. Um, and so I just kind of doing, started doing some research and my market was actually taken at that time. So my initial calls were, were like, sorry, you know, you obviously only have one agent in each market. So it was taken for Sarasota. Um, so I just, you know, kind of put it on the back burner and, and then you guys reached out to me eventually, I believe. Um, okay. I don't, 
Cool. Well, if I followed up or if you followed up, um, but then I just started the conversations. So. And you've been with us now for, you know, like we said, over three years, uh, coming up on the fourth year, actually. What, uh, what marketing were you doing before that? Were you buying Zillow leads or doing open houses or what did your marketing plan look like before platform? All of the above, honestly. So moving here with no sphere, my thought process was, you know, to buy leads. I was like, you know what I mean? Like, listen, I, I got to put myself out there. I'd rather get ahead of the game, start getting some business under my belt and not wait a year for stuff to come in. Right. Um, not knowing anybody. So yeah, I definitely started with realtor.com leads, um, Zillow leads started kind of trying to make a presence in my local area. Right. Um, and once you have a few closed sales under your belt, you know, it definitely helps. Right. And, and also just to kind of get that momentum. Right. Um, and the knowledge base going, you know, because it's tough when you're new in the industry. And, and, and that's what people want to know. How many homes have you sold? You know, um, you know, how much business have you done? How long have you been in the in the industry? Right. It's 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 tough being a new agent, obviously being an older guy. Right. More mature, I think, helped me. Plus, also my experience in construction. Right. Um, you know, which really helped me kind of help people with sales, whether it's new construction or resales buying and selling, that was a, an avenue that I went with, but definitely I, I did realtor.com, Zillow. And then I started dabbling in the Facebook stuff with the, with the mortgage lender guy. Okay. So. And that was actually going to lead me up to my next question is being, you had a background as a general contractor, has, has that helped you as a realtor in Florida? Like just that knowledge and skill sets you have of being able to kind of give your clients advice and wisdom around you know, should you buy new or, Hey, here's the, this issue with this house as a, you know, GC, here's my opinion on this. Yeah. Um, ha has that helped you? I feel like it has. I mean, listen, you have to use all of your attributes, right? Um, I feel like it kind of sets me apart, right? Would, if you have an agent, your realtor that is a general contractor knows the rules and regulations, you know, codes, you know, um, can really kind of help you determine a buying a house like you know is it worth even going to contract over right what do i see that they don't see um and then new construction it was huge right so um, i'm in the sarasota lakewood ranch area but there's a lot of new construction here so you know there's a 10-month build process and a lot of people don't understand the build process so you know walking them through the whole build process for the 10 months but also you know, inspecting the home along the way, right? And uh, really making sure that the builder is not trying to pull one over, you know, on my buyers. Um, yeah, and that's 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 something I can imagine your your buyers probably are really happy that the agent representing them has been a builder, has been a GC, you know, yourself, because like, you know exactly what to look for that maybe a less experienced realtor wouldn't even really notice. Absolutely, people wouldn't really have a clue. And honestly, like, a lot of agents I talk to, they tell me they bring people into the sales offices, they sign the contract and they're gone. See you at closing, right? You know, um, what, for okay. me, I, I, sorry. I said, what are, because I'm actually really curious about this now, what are the most common, like if you could list two or three things that builders often cut corners on that they're just hoping the buyers don't notice? Is there two or three specific things maybe you always look for or the most common things you have to point out? To your buyers? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, a lot of it's cosmetic stuff, you know, um, people see new homes, and they think, you know, it's pretty, just because it's new, and they don't see the little 
cosmetic stuff, but the behind, behind the scenes stuff for sure. Firewall issues, I found like major structural issues, you know, trying to run duct work where it's not supposed to, and then trying to cover it up and frame it and sheetrock it in, you know, stuff like that, that will really, you know, be a, an issue down the road for people. Um, so, I mean, I've caught, I couldn't even tell you all the stuff I've caught. And, you know, the builders honestly sometimes don't like me, you know, they know. And the field managers, <laughs> yeah, they know yeah. me now. Yeah. And when I, when I show up with the buyers, I see them and they even tell my people, oh, you're not working with Jeremy, are you? You know, that it's not a good thing for them, right? Because I'm going to call them out on their stuff, right? Like, listen, do your job and we have no problems, you know? So it's a, it's a good thing for my buyers for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So, uh, you know, you, you had mentioned, you know, you dabbled with realtor.com leads, Zillow leads. So you kind of had that background and obviously you had, um, a successful career as a general contractor in the Seattle area. So I'm sure that you, obviously you, um, you tried some marketing out there as well with that business with all of that context, what to you stands out or what is different about the platform marketing strategy versus what you were doing before? Like what is, what is the biggest thing that makes platform different from other types of marketing out there for realtors? You know, honestly, uh, all the other things are just leads, straight leads, right? They come in, you call them, the first one to call them, you know, you, you get the lead, you qualify, hopefully they're a decently qualified lead, you know, um, you take them out, you show them a house and, and, and then that's that and it's done and it's the same revolving door, right? Um, over and over and over again. Platform is really like a, almost like a build your brand, build your business, in my opinion. You know, it's, it's, it's not just about getting one lead, it's about building myself, Jeremy Hartmark, right? Um, so people know me, they know my personality, they know my family, they, they know what I look like, right? They, maybe they know my history. Um, they feel comfortable with me right out of the gate before we even meet, you know? So it kind of, creates that comfort level, but it, I really feel like it builds you as a person, as opposed to, you know, I could just dump $10,000 a month into Zillow and it's just, it's never going to end. Right. Um, it's going to be a constant. I'm going to have to keep doing that. Otherwise it'll dry up, which is actually what happened to me with Zillow. Um, I was very, I was actually doing pretty good my first year. You know, um, I probably spent $30,000 in Zillow leads, but, but made a hundred grand. Right. So, uh, um, you know, grossed. Um, so I, I was doing very well, but they kind of changed their platform, um, started selling it to more and more people. So the, you know, the market, it tightened up. Um, and I don't know, I just wasn't impressed with it anymore. And it just, it wasn't producing like it was, uh, for me anyway. So, and they admitted it. I, I talked to plenty of people on the phone about it. They, uh, you know, they made a big mistake, but you know, it is what it is. And that's what kind of led you to start researching other alternatives and it eventually led you, led you to platform. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. hundred percent. So Jeremy, do you consider yourself like a, a salesy person or are you more introverted? How would you describe, how would you describe your personal style? Yeah, like, do you like... I mean, honestly, I, no, I'm not like the used car salesman type salesy guy. I, I'm, I'm definitely a little introverted you know, per se, uh, I'm not pushy at all. Listen, I feel like timing's right, you know, um, when it's right for my people and when it feels right, it'll happen. You know, I'm not going to force anything on anybody. You know, I've, I've had clients that I've worked, you know, 
been working with for years that haven't bought a house because Florida is a little different. So you get a lot of retirees, you get a lot of snowbirds, you get a lot of people that come down, they're just looking around window shopping, you know, they, they don't know anything about the area. Um, so there's a lot of time involved in showing people the area, neighborhoods, you know, and then figuring out what home works for them. So it's a process, you know, it's not like it's going to happen overnight, but if you, if you keep taking care of these people and keep touching them over and over and, and stay in contact, eventually it works out, you know, and you become friends, you know, and that's when, you know, referrals and, and the business really starts going well, right? You kind of build a relationship with your clients. So Yeah. The, uh, the uh, reason I ask on, you know, do you consider yourself fairly introverted or do you consider yourself to be really outgoing and salesy is that I never really noticed this before until until very recently with with the platform but i think we've we've attracted a lot of people into the platform that if you ask them they would actually tell you like oh yeah i'm not salesy at all i'm actually pretty introverted like i'm never going to start making cold calls like that's not my style and i think we attract those people into the platform community precisely because they know that the style of marketing that we do and what we preach is that, Hey, you should put content out there and then the right people will come to you. So, I mean, obviously you have to do the basic with follow-up. You can't just not follow up with your leads, but you don't have to be cold calling people, door knocking, like kind of put content out there and the right people will kind of raise their hands and they will, they will come to you over time. It's just a trend. I've been, uh, I've been noticing that I just never really realized that before that, that, that actually describes a lot um, a lot of our clients. So, uh, what are some of your favorite ads you've run, Jeremy? Like if you, if you could pick, I don't know, one or two of the ads you've run in the last couple of years that seem to have gotten the most engagements, um, or people in real life telling you that, Hey, I love this video or I love this post. Um, cause you know, who really cares how many clicks an ad gets? I think the most important metric is like our people, in real life telling you, Hey, I love that post you did. Cause then you know that the right pe people are seeing it. If they're actually telling it to you, to your face, you know, is there a couple ads that stand out to you? Uh, you know, honestly, recently, I think because the market changed a little bit, I think a lot of the ads that are kind of explaining the market, right. And, and, and breaking it down and, and, and trying to let people know, like, Hey, this is a good time to buy because I feel like there's a lot of unknown right now and people are kind of scared and there's a lot of speculation, but really just breaking down the market in general, you know, um, those have been great lately. Um, and then the history ads, you know, the ads with that just give a lot of history and, you know, I, I get a lot of feedback from those people love those. Um, so those have been huge as well. You know, I got a lot of comments, a lot of engagement, you know, and people that, you know, I see out and about, they love those, um, you know, stuff that gives you something to chew on. Right. You know, sure. How, how yeah. active are you like personally on social media? Is it, are you like on your personal profile? I mean, not your realtor page, but on your mm -hmm. personal profile, are you regularly posting on Instagram or Facebook like every day or how much do you use social media just in your, in your personal life? Uh, I'm pretty regular, I guess, you know, more so, listen, because of my business too, though, right? I mean, you kind of have to be, you know, um, I don't say that I'm like the type of person that's going to post like everywhere I go or everything I have for lunch or, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. look at my dog, look at my kids, you, you know, this and that. I'm, I mean, 
I will post when I'm at events, when, when I'm out with my family, you know, when we're doing stuff. Um, but, uh, but I'm trying to get better at it for sure. And it's something, you know, you know, learning along the way too and seeing what works and what doesn't work. But, uh, yeah, I'm trying to, you know, post more on my personal page, my business page, and of course, Instagram, you know, um, I've kind of slacked on Instagram for a while. So <laughs> What is what is something over the last couple of years? Because I know you've attended several platform masterminds now. You've gotten to meet a bunch of people in the platform community. What is maybe one thing that you've learned about marketing from platform in the last couple of years that maybe you didn't know before? Maybe you even disagreed with before. Um, is there anything that you've learned about how, how to run your business or how to market over the last couple of years that maybe you weren't doing before? Honestly, the biggest takeaway was just this last this last uh, mastermind that you just had. Um, just hearing how successful other people were by just posting and content, doing a lot of content, and and constantly putting stuff out there of value. You know, um, it was great to see the success that everyone was having doing that. You know, and uh, I, I think I've had the opportunity to do it. Have I, you know, fully committed and, and, you know, you get busy and kind of, kind of goes on the back burner, but really to learn that if you want to be successful and you, and you want to grow your business, you have to make it a priority. You know, you have to schedule it, you know, you have to get it done. Um, otherwise, you know, there's always an excuse and time passes and, and then you don't and you miss out. Right. Um, so I think just being active in it has kind of been the biggest takeaway lately. Yeah. So, uh, how much are you typically spending on ads in a given month? You know what your ad spend budget I think is? Nine hundred, roughly, just under a thousand. But I just increased it. Okay. Yeah. So you've you've, in other words, you've scaled your business from like five to twenty million, and all your ads budget is is about a thousand dollars a month. Correct. Yeah, I wasn't really spending a lot. You know. Um, I mean, I don't know what everyone else spends, but I, I mean, mine was pretty minor. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say the average in platform is probably right around a thousand dollars a month. But I think for, for people listening to this podcast, maybe you're checking out the platform marketing podcast for the first time and you hear that, wow, like this dude grew his business from five to 20 million and he only was spending a thousand dollars a month on the actual ads. Cause I think people hear that and they're like, oh, geez, was he spending, you know, five grand a month on the ads because to have that rapid of business growth, I mean, if, if you were doing something like Zillow leads, you know, you're not going to grow your business from five to 20 million by spending a thousand dollars a month on Zillow leads. That's not going to happen. No, not a chance. Yeah. Yeah. No, I really think the, the, the listing video ads really in the beginning. So, I mean, those, those were what I tried to focus on. That was like my main thing. And I felt like doing those really helped show people another angle of how to present a listing. Um, and I think it kind of took off. I feel like not that I could say, uh, you know, a seller called me and said, Oh, I love your video. And I want to hire you because of that necessarily, but I got a lot of good feedback from all of my videos and I, I can kind of, kind of bring some of it back and, and, you know, give credit to platform for that, you know, and, and just the fact that, you know, you push me to do it. Right. You know, it's a little accountability too. Sure. From the, from the sure. Uh, you know, the marketing team. So. And you work, you work with Jackie, right? I do. Yes. Okay. Yeah. How, how does that 
um, that coaching relationship, you know, having a personal account manager, how does that affect things? Because I think that's a pretty underappreciated uh, part of the platform recipe is that we don't just fire up some ads, put it on autopilot and then say, see you later, Jeremy, you know, because that's what most marketing companies do is they just create a bunch of campaigns and then it's on autopilot. We're actually giving you a call like almost every week and we're talking regularly. You, you know, you have Jackie, who's your dedicated uh, marketing account manager at platform and you're talking to her regularly. You know, you have her cell phone number and she's the one you're kind of masterminding with on, hey, which campaign are we going to do next or which is the next video or ad that we're going going to run? To my knowledge, I mean, there's really there's really no other marketing companies that do that with realtors, that you actually have a dedicated account manager working with you. Um, how, how has that helped you just from an accountability perspective? No, it's great. I mean, it's, it, it goes a long way. Like accountability for me is big time, right? I mean, you know, having somebody that you're going to talk to regularly, you know, that's going to ask you what you did, you know, obviously hold you accountable, but, but it's nice to also bounce ideas back and forth. Right. Um, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? You know? Um, and I do like having her cell phone too. I can shoot her a picture. What do you think? You think this will work? You know, and just having that feedback too, that, that, you know, you guys approve that she likes it, that she thinks it's going to work great. You know, um, that's huge. And, and the constant follow-up with me, just, you know, giving me new content and knowing what content that I personally like to put out too, you know, kind of uh, knowing me a little bit, cause not everybody's sure. the same, knowing what will work for me. And if I only have listen a short amount of time, I have a crazy week. Well, Hey, here's a couple ads. I think that you can pump out, you know, relatively easy, the kind that you like, and we can get them out there. Right. And have them out there, you know, and then the, the ones that are a little more involved, you know, like work on those over time, but you know, really, you know, giving me different options anyway. So yeah, depending yeah. on my time frame. You know, there's a lot of, you know, agents I've heard like, Oh, you know, I have a, I have a marketing assistant and often it's like a, a kid in college or someone who just graduated college with a marketing degree has never worked with realtors before. doesn't know really anything about real estate. And they're like, Hey, I have a marketing assistant. I pay him 600 bucks a month or I pay him a thousand dollars a month or whatever. And that's not, at all the same thing as your platform marketing manager. Cause I think one of the advantages of the marketing model we have is that your, you know, your uh, platform account manager is working with 20 other realtors probably besides you. And so they already understand real estate. They understand the best ads that work well for realtors. Like they're, they're an expert in that. In other words, you aren't their learning curve. You know, when you hire some random kid to help you locally with social media ads or marketing, like, you are their learning curve because they've never done ads for realtors before. They don't really know what works, but our, our platform team is working with agents across the country. So we have a pretty big perspective uh, in terms of sample size of, we know what works. And so it's not, again, it's not just some random person overseeing your ads. It's someone who actually specializes in, um, in, in realtor ads. Uh, you know, you mentioned when you first signed up, your market was taken because we have this policy of, platform working with one agent per market. Um, is that something that's important to you or how has that, how has that factored into your success with platform? Because that's, that's something that I think a lot of people bring up is, Oh, the reason I was initially attracted to this is because you guys have boundaries and kind of integrity around this policy of one client per market. And again, like Zillow doesn't do that. No, no, not at all. I mean, I think it's, I think it's, it's, it's really important because a lot of the stuff, you want it to feel like it's personal too, right? 
you know, it's, it's coming from me, right? And you don't want to have, you know, 10 other agents in your market doing this, the same stuff. I feel like then it's, I don't know, it doesn't, it doesn't have as much value to people, I think, you know, um, it's not as creative. So it, that is nice. I mean, that's, that's huge, you know, and I love that about, you know, um, platform, obviously. And when I wanted to get on board, you guys didn't have a spot for me. So like, listen, that, that, that holds a lot of weight too, you know, you know, respect that, you know what I mean? So yeah, obviously, yeah. and if somebody's in that market, then maybe it's working, you know, um, you know, lucky for me, it opened up. Right. So, I mean, <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. It is what it is, you know. Um, and since then, you've added about 15 million to your sales volume, which... Right, yeah, I mean, there's, yeah, no, absolutely. There's there's agents out there that would be happy if 15 million was the total, the you know, the total sales volume they ever had, and you've grown 15, which is phenomenal. I mean, that's really, uh, really impressive. So, Jeremy, what what would you tell someone, being, being you've been with Platform now for like three years what would you tell someone who's thinking about signing up or maybe they recently joined the platform, but they're kind of still in that Valley where they haven't seen the results kick in yet. Like they've been doing some ads, they've spent some money, maybe they're three or four months in, or maybe even they're six or seven months in, but they haven't really seen a ton of traction yet. What would you tell them based on your experience looking back now that you have kind of a three year perspective on what's changed in your business over a three-year time horizon you know honestly you have to stay consistent and I, I was I was the worst at it you know and I had my you know my doubts as well um, because I couldn't pinpoint you know the whole fuzzy ROI thing I think is uh the biggest thing you know that was you know you were pretty huge on that right away when I first started talking to you guys like fuzzy ROI that's all I heard but it's true like I feel like a lot of the clients that I get, it's hard to pinpoint exactly where they came from because I do other stuff as well, you know? Um, but I think it's, it's once you put out enough content, once you've, you know, you're in the game long enough and people consistently see your stuff, then it'll just start coming in that, that fuzzy stuff comes in left and right. And I know people see my stuff and I know they like it, you know, um, and other agents as well, they'll reach out saying, you know, they love my content and, and love this and that. So, you know, other people are seeing it. Um, but it, it definitely takes time for sure. So, you know, you have to be consistent though. You have to stay in the game, you know, be consistent and be in it for the long haul, really for it to be successful, I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you've, again, if you've grown your business from five to 20 million, the consistency is, is worth it because obviously for, for most realtors in most situations, obviously every, every scenario is going to be different because of the differences between brokers and commission splits and all that. But I mean, $15 million of increase in sales volume is, let's see, what is that? Probably uh, 250, 300,000, something yeah. like that. Probably 400,000 yeah, almost. Mm -hmm. And I think so, a lot of it, you know, like to go back to the listing videos, really. So I, I worked with all buyers. When you're with Zillow, you're all buyers. Right, 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 right. That's it. You're not getting any listing leads. You know, maybe you might have a buyer. I'll have a buyer that wants to sell their house to, right? You get a double. Once I started getting a few listings, literally, and I, I started, yeah, right when I started getting listings, I started working with platform and just having those videos. I think that was huge. And that kind of helped transform my business because 
I really like listings. Listings, I think, are the way to go in the industry, personally. I mean, obviously, buyers are great, but listings are you know, a little easier. You can manage more of them at the same time rather than running around with buyers. So yep. once I started doing the videos, the walkthrough videos, some of the creative stuff for the, for the listing videos and listing ads, you know, I felt like that helped my business a lot. And I think that's something just inherent to marketing is that the more marketing you do, what's going to happen over time is your business does shift uh, where you'll have a higher percentage of sellers. Because if you think about it, most buyers, if you're just buying a house, especially if you're a first time home buyer, they really don't do a ton of research on which agent they want to work with. They want to look at a specific house and, you know, they might inquire on Zillow or they might even call the number on the sign and then they end up, you know, working with the same agent who's representing the seller. Buyers don't really care which agent they work with. They're not going to do like research and interview multiple agents to be their buyer's agent the same way that a seller might, right? So just because you're doing marketing, because you're putting content out there, marketing inherently attracts sellers because sellers are the type of people who are actually doing research on which agent they want to work with. You know, so it's probably not surprising that your business now has a lot more listings than it did before you started the platform marketing program. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, literally platform pretty much, I, I don't know. It helped me a ton with listings. I mean, I, I feel like it catapulted me with listings, you know, just getting one listing and then just doing an awesome video and getting it out there. It goes a long way, you know, because you're right. People do, you know, um, sellers, sellers do a lot more research. Absolutely. Um, and if they see your stuff and they like what you're doing and no one else is doing it, then they want you because that's what they want for their house. You know, um, they don't want just the standard stuff. Everybody can do the standard stuff. You know, that's, uh, that's the easy part. The hard yeah, part I mean, is getting if, something creative out there. If you're selling, you know, a pretty standard $500,000 house in the Sarasota area, and you're looking at paying a 3% commission, to the listing agent, that means that a listing agent is going to make obviously $15,000 when they sell. If you're a homeowner, you want to make sure that the agent that you're about to write that $15,000 check to, you know, on top of paying the buyer's agent, that you're getting great marketing from that agent. Because that's a, that's a lot of money to make if all you're doing is plopping a sign in the yard and taking some photos that you probably paid the photographer two or $300 for, you know, sellers want to feel like the agent that's marketing their home. Well, it frankly is actually marketing it, right. That you're not just uploading it to the MLS. So I think, yeah, I mean, all the things we do at platform specifically around marketing listings, the videos, um, the, uh, the uh, retargeting strategy where you can tell your sellers, Hey, I'm not just uploading this video crossing my fingers and then hoping it gets 12 views. You know, like I have a whole retargeting strategy where I'm going to show this video to the thousands of people who have recently been clicking on my ads. So we're showing it to people that are in the market right now. I mean, that's a huge advantage over other agents who might come over with a fancy brochure, but essentially their listing pitches, I'll put it on the MLS. I'll take some pretty pictures. We'll put a sign in the yard and wait. Absolutely. And I actually bring and, 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 and show people, I tell people for one that I have a marketing team I mean, they like to hear that. And that I spend thousands of dollars, like, listen, the commission's not all coming in my pocket, obviously right. a broker split right. too, but I market the listing and I will show them the actual traction and the views and what I got on other videos, you know, as, you know, as proof that this is what I'm doing and this is actually working. And I feel like it's all about exposure, you know, 
Um, you get the listing out in front of the most people possible. And uh, obviously that, that will help in the long run to get the best well, offer. So. It, it, uh, it uh, gives the seller confidence that they're working with the right person. And it puts you in a great position of uh, psychological leverage in that listing appointment, in that conversation. Because if they were thinking about trying to negotiate you down on commission, you know, like, hey, maybe he'll list for 5% versus six, or maybe we can get him down to four and a half instead of five, you know, whatever. If they're trying to get you to lower your commission, they don't really have a lot of bargaining leverage if you just finish them, you know, if you just finish giving them a presentation on how much more you do than other realtors and how you're actually going to get their home, you know, a ton of exposure, they're kind of like, oh, well, you know, this guy's actually worth it. Like he's earning every dollar of, of his commission. And all of a sudden they're probably not going to try to try to negotiate you down. So I think that's, that's another angle of the, of, of the long-term effect of the platform strategy is that a lot of people don't think, Hey, like, especially in the crazy sellers market we were in the last couple of years when so many agents were offering discounts on commission. Cause like sellers knew, Hey, the home's going to sell anyways. It's not the agent that's making the home sell, you know, uh, you put a sign in the yard, it sells within 24 hours with 10 offers over, over list price, you know, like se sellers were seriously thinking about why am I paying an agent all this money? And you probably were able to avoid a lot of those conversations because they look at everything you did for your listings. It's like, well, you know, Jeremy's actually earning it. Look at the marketing he's actually doing. And the marketing that you do also leads to more referrals. Because if you think about it, if, 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 if you do the standard offering that most agents do where I get a listing, I put a sign in the yard, I take some professional photos, maybe on some weekend, if the seller really, you know, busts my balls over it, I'll do an open house and put out some signs and balloons, you know, but like, you're pretty much doing the bare minimum. You just upload, you upload it to the MLS and your strategy is essentially you wait for another agent to bring a buyer, right? If you, if you look at what most agents do, that's not really going to inspire a lot of referrals because we've said this before on the show, referrals are a derivative of passion. No one refers people to someone they just feel okay about, right? People refer when they feel like you've gone like above and beyond, like, wow, he's way better than other agents. I need to tell my friends about this guy. If you kind of just did your job, like I'm not saying that you do a bad job, but if you kind of just did your job, no one's going to refer people to you because it's kind of like, well, that's what I paid you for. I'm not going to like enthusiastically refer you when you just did what I paid you for, right? Um, it's it's not like if I go to McDonald's and I order a burger and it's $2 or whatever and then they hand it to me. I'm like, wow, I need to tell my friends about this transaction. I gave them $2 and they gave me the burger, right? It's like, well, no, that's that's what you were paying for, right? But you might you might tell your friends about a local restaurant if they went way above and beyond with the service level. Maybe they surprised you with like a free dessert or a free order of fries or I have, I have, I have no idea, right? They, they went above and beyond somehow, right? So as a realtor, the marketing you do over the long term is what's going to attract more referrals because if you do a video, let's say, of, of, of a, one of your listings and that video gets 12,000 views, right? Well, that's 12,000 more video views than any other agent is getting their listings because most people don't do a video like that. So the seller then has something specific they can tell their friends. It's not just these kind of generic 
ambiguous statements like, oh, I worked with Jeremy and he was great or he was nice or he was professional or all these kind of just, again, generic statements of Jeremy was good to work with, right? That you're actually giving them something very concrete, very specific that like, hey, Jeremy did a video for our house and it got over 12,000 video views. You know, giving something specific to tell their friends that you actually did is what makes them a lot more likely to refer because now they actually have some substance in that referral of why they're referring. Like, here's what makes Jeremy different, right? We uh, we uh, see that with platform too. If we were just some generic marketing program that just got people leads, there's not a whole lot to refer. It's like, hey, check out platform. I guess they can get you leads. It's like, well, cool. Realtors can get leads from a hundred different websites, <laughs> right? But what usually when we get referrals, it's because someone told a friend who's an agent in another town that like, hey, platform only works with one realtor per market. And here's a couple examples of the ads I've done, but they only work with one person per market. And so that's that's so different. It's something different we do from other companies that that's what they mention in the referral, right? Is here's what makes platform different from other from other marketing programs out there. It's the same thing with your business as a realtor. If you're not doing things that are actually different, you're not really giving your clients a lot of ammunition to tell their friends about you because then it just, again, it just comes back to these uh, generic statements about he was very professional. We liked working with Jeremy. It's like whenever I see those reviews, whether it's a, a Google review, Zillow, whatever, it's kind of like that could be fake. Who knows if that's fake, you know, because like it sounds like AI wrote it. Absolutely. When yeah. When it's so general. No, for sure. Absolutely. I mean, platform sets you apart, you know, bottom line, you know, it, uh, it helps you with buyers, obviously helps you with sellers. It, it referrals, referrals are huge. I think referrals is marketing yourself and referrals are like the two main components of the business to kind of stay alive. Right. You take care of people, but you also have, you know, the marketing team in your corner. That's, that's helping you get those referrals by putting out good content, you know? So it's, uh, it's massive, I feel like, you know, in the end game. Well, Jeremy, I'm I'm super excited for you because I know that you've grown your business. I mean, you've more than tripled, you've almost quadrupled your business over a time period of a couple of years that were probably one of the hardest years ever for realtors to grow their business. I mean, during all the lockdowns and everything, the economy kind of going crazy with interest rates over the last couple of years. All of that has been happening and you've still over tripled your business in that time. So like, I'm really excited for you, dude, to see what happens to your business in 2023 and 2024, because the economy is kind of stabilizing right now. It's becoming, it's, it's a normalizing, right? Interest rates are kind of stabilizing. This year is going to be a lot more normal of a real estate market than the last couple of years. And your business is going to grow even, even more because of that. So it'll be, it'll be cool to see where you are a year from now because of how, how far you've already come, even in a turbulent market, as things stabilize, you're going to do even bigger and better things. So I'm super excited for you. Uh, thank you for joining us on the show today. And Jeremy, would you mind sharing your cell phone number quick, just in case anyone wants to shoot you a text or give you a call and ask you, ask you about platform or kind of how your business is going? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's uh, 941-807. 0740. Um, and just one thing that came to mind, Tim, while we were, were talking, I mean, I think 2023, listen, some people might fall off, right? I, I think like a little bit of this downturn is negative, but it's also positive, right? You know, um, I would, I'm, I'm 
looking to throw it into the next gear, you know, put the pedal to the metal and, and kind of go all in on my business and, and pick up the slack for where other people right now are, are, are falling off. Right. So I think that anybody who really wants to be successful and wants to take their business to the next level, this is the time to do it. You know, like you said, 2023 is going to be great. 2024, I think is going to be phenomenal for those who do it the right way and go all in on it. So. Absolutely. Jeremy. Yeah. Thank you for your time today. And uh, guys, we'll see you on the next episode of the Platform Marketing Show. Awesome. Thanks, Tim.